Welcome to another of the Retire Notes podcast series. I'm Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm in conversation with Anne Graham, CEO and Senior Financial Planner at Story Wealth Management. She's been recognised as one of the top 50 most influential financial advisors in Australia. Hey, thanks for your time, Anne. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Today, we're talking about the impact of low interest rates on preparing for retirement and in retirement. How does the current low interest rates impact on retirement preparation? Uh, it's really difficult because, um, as everyone knows, rates are at really historic lows and they do have a very strong influence on retirement planning and not just on a practical level but a psychological level. A lot of retirees are risk averse and once they get into retirement or start thinking about retirement, the focus changes and it concentrates on preserving capital and protecting all that hard-earned money that people have accumulated over many years. Typically, retirees are reluctant to draw down on their funds to actually use the capital, and in an ideal world, they'd prefer to live off the income. And so in a low-rate environment, that income has reduced consistently and just keeps getting lower and lower. So when someone is planning for retirement or even in retirement and reviewing their options, we need to consider different investment options together with lifestyle spending. Okay, so let's talk about the person planning for retirement. What kind of investment options are there for them? Oh, there's a vast array of investment options. Okay. <laughs> and they're not, not necessarily different to those available pre-retirement. So usually um, retirees will have a combination of investments and different ownership structures. So they might have bank accounts and term deposits, which are pretty handy to provide some security and emergency money. Sure. They might be invested in shares or ETFs or managed funds that can provide a bit of growth and income. Some clients and retirees have direct property where they get rental income and then these assets can be owned in different structures. So they can be held in personal names, trusts, they can be owned in superannuation or account-based pensions or income streams. Yes. And some retirees invest in annuities which might provide a guaranteed level of income. What are the more popular ways of doing it? And I imagine in a sense that personality comes into this because some will want to have houses, some will want to have shares and so on. Is there a way to go? No, it's horses for courses and um, everyone's different, but popular retirement options include converting superannuation into an income stream because that's very tax effective. Yes. Where someone has portfolios leading into retirement, just because they retire doesn't mean they have to sell everything down. But it's a good opportunity to review what they have and um, determine where they're going to get their income. It would seem that under low interest rates, the temptation would be to borrow more, to invest more. What safeguards should people have in mind if they're thinking of doing this? The main thing to remember is that borrowing to invest carries risk. Mm -hmm. And so people might recall the storm financial disasters leading into the GFC. But sometimes borrowing does provide opportunities, but I would definitely be really cautious advising a gearing strategy for any client, particularly retirees. Sure. So you've got the attractiveness of borrowing money at a low interest rate Hmm. and, you know, assuming you've borrowed at, I don't know, three and a half, four percent, you can invest and earn six or seven or eight percent. Yes. But that six or seven or eight percent isn't guaranteed. And the higher return you want, the more risk you have to take to get that. And that risk could mean that you lose your capital and your portfolio or at least have it drop significantly. 
And so the thing um, people need to consider are how are you going to fund the loan repayments? Mm-hmm. What's the plan to repay the debt at some point? Are you prepared to take on the risk of losing money? Yes. And what would happen to your plans if you did lose money? So it's all about risk and return and also it is highly unlikely that a lender will lend a retiree funds to invest in an investment portfolio. Yes, okay. Because they don't have a regular income to repay that debt. It's not to say that it's impossible but it's quite different lending money to, say, a 65-year-old retiree with no employment income Mm. than lending it to, say, a 35-year-old employed person. Yeah. For those preparing for retirement, is there a a typical strategy that works under a low interest rate regime? It's really difficult and everyone is different. I think the main thing for retirees is understanding what you spend and what your cost of living is, and then you can develop a plan to help cover those costs and you use what's available. So you need to understand your investment risk profile as well. So you might require a return of 7% to meet your objectives, but are you prepared to take the risk to get that money? Yes. But when planning for retirement, there's often a combination of investment income and age pension and also payments from superannuation income streams. So there's a combination of sources of income. Are there safe strategies that people can go with? Depends on your definition of safe. Okay. (laughs) Fair answer, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So safe could be, I just don't want to lose any money. And so if that's the case, then you'll be invested in cash or term deposits. And that could mean, though, that even though your capital is safe, your lifestyle might not be safe because of the low returns and the risk of running out of money sooner. Mm -hmm. And safe or risk could mean to... We've got clients who feel that they're very conservative because they only invest in blue chip stocks. Mm-hmm. So someone else who says they're very conservative wouldn't touch a share with a 10-foot barge pole and they'd rather leave their money in cash. So risk means different things to different people, but you need to understand what your tolerance is and what the impact of losing money might have on your retirement plan. But the flip side works as well that if you do not want to invest and have any risk at all you need to understand that you might run out of money yes and safe investments cash and term deposits i mean they're just sitting there really at the moment they are yeah so if you invest well that'll increase income at least a higher tax how can you keep tax to the minimum because that seems to be most people's goal yeah that's right but you've got to remember you only pay tax when you make money right yes (laughs) but but i thought one (laughs) of the goals was to make money (laughs) That's right, yeah. So also we tend to forget that there is a tax-free threshold across the board and for seniors, because there are various offsets available, can essentially earn $20,000 before you pay any tax as an individual mm-hmm. and if you're a couple, it's 40000 20000 each. And bear in mind that uh, pension payments from account-based pensions or income stream are tax-exempt. Mm-hmm. So yes. they don't get added to that 20000 So tax is important to take into account. No strategy should be purely tax-focused. Often tax can be managed. And if you have a real concern around tax, then it's a wise thing to speak to your tax agent or advisor. You mentioned account-based pensions. Can you explain that a little? So an account-based pension is an income stream or an allocated pension that funds a source from superannuation. Okay. So in retirement, how does more income impact the pension? 
The age pension is means tested and there are two tests. One is an income test and one is an assets test and whichever test gives the pensioner the lower amount is the test that's used. Mm-hmm. So most financial assets, so a financial asset is savings account, shares, managed funds, are deemed. And so the actual rate of return isn't taken into account for the income test. It's a deemed amount. It's either 1% or 3% depending on how much you've got. So you can generate more income from your investments, but that doesn't necessarily impact the age pension that you receive. When your income goes over a certain amount as well, the amount of pension, so income meaning deemed income, the amount of pension you earn reduces by 50 cents for every dollar and it tapers. So there's a formula there. You need to be aware of it. You don't have to know it exactly. But essentially, if you're a single person, you can earn about or receive about $2,000 a fortnight before your pension cuts out completely. So for people in retirement, what's the impact of low interest rates on them, on their pensions, superannuation, mortgages even? So if you've retired and you've still got a mortgage, at least having low interest rates means that you pay less interest over the course of the loan. Depending on how your loan's structured, it might not reduce the monthly payments, but it just means it's paid off quicker. Mm. So that's a, a real bonus. A lot of people, though, in retirement, the impact of low interest rates is really on their income. And so if you look at it, not so long ago, when cash rates were around, the, say, 7%, mm. if you had $100,000 invested, you would earn $7,000 a year income. Now, if you've got that same 100000 invested, you might only earn, you know, 1.5%, which is $1,500 a year. Yes. So the poor old retiree has lost $5,500 a year income or had nearly an 80% pay cut. That's dramatic. That is dramatic. And that's why a lot of retirees with low interest rates are looking at alternative investment options that often carry more risk. Sure. And so it's a real trade-off for them. And risk can mean danger. For financial planning, your industry, is it better to have low interest rates or higher interest rates or are there strengths and weaknesses in both? Yeah, pros and cons for both depending on the client's circumstances. You know, we don't want to go back to the days when interest rates were 18%, like you mentioned earlier. True. Unless you're an investor, which is great. But with high rates, there's often high inflation. So these things can't be viewed in isolation. There, There are always other factors to consider. True. Hey, thanks, Anne. I've been talking to Anne Graham, CEO and Senior Financial Planner at Story Wealth Management. And thanks to you for listening to this retirenotes.com podcast. 